We are back again with Roy Brown, part two. Part two. Part two. You know, what were you going to say? Well, I've, I forgot what we talked about in part one. Well, you know what? <laughs> I did not. Okay, good, good. So, you know, we got into it. We talked about you a lot, you know, but, you know, there is a, uh, we got into it a little bit. It was just starting off. I didn't know you too well then. Mm-hmm. I know you. I feel like I know you well now. Yeah, I'm coming up on two months being here uh, with the company been a month on the show. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Somebody said something to me the other day, like, well, how's the new show been? And I was like, good, you know, we're still like in the first two weeks, so. Yeah, no, we're not. Yeah, and they were (laughs) like, it's been four. It's been four. This is like just someone who doesn't work with us at all was like, it's been four, Nat. It's been four, man. You're right. Time flies. I know, I know, I know, and and you were like you were just saying yesterday how uh, you were only in Telluride two weeks ago, but that felt like forever though. Feels like forever. It feels like time's not real. It's not. I like forget it that I was even there. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Wow. Do you know what? uh, Do you know what I wish? Uh, This is what's in my mind right now. Okay. You know, like how when people do a show. Uh, and then, and then when they're being interviewed outside of the show, they have like a different accent. Yeah, that's what I wish I had right now. But I was like, hello. Oh, <laughs> I always love it when I'm watching like behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, they're British. Same. <laughs> and you're like, they're from Australia. How cool I had no is idea. That? Whoa. If, uh, yeah. You know, like the biggest one that always gets me is. Um, the guy formerly on Bridgerton, the really hot black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he starts talking, I'm like, what? Oh, how does he sound? Get he out of here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. British or something? I don't know. It just sounds different to me yeah, de- outside okay. of the way. Cool. Um, all right. So we, what I want to know going forward, because we have so many more things to get to. Okay. But tell us, how has your time been adjusting to your new schedule and the show and everything. Well, it is. So before I was here, I was hosting a morning radio show. Mm-hmm. For the, how long did you do that? Seven uh, years? Seven, eight years. Yeah, something like that. Eight years. Uh, and Hold on. Can I stop you right there? Yeah, yeah. And you are, can I tell, can I say how old you are? Yeah. So you're only 30 years old. So you yeah. started doing that morning show at 23? Yeah, that's about right. 22, 23. That's yeah. crazy. Your 20s were on a morning yeah. show. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, well, I was surprised. <laughs> surprised to Hot. go to morning radio and i was surprised that i went to go do morning radio and it was so successful yeah <laughs> at, at that mm-hmm. um i mean it was just a uh, luck with the the people and the time and the but anyway it's meant to be um, your prodigy yeah and uh so so that was like a very different lifestyle doing mm-hmm. morning radio you know you were home typically by 11 30 noon you then had to work through the afternoon sometimes, you know, off and on. If current events was going on, maybe yeah. something in the evening you had to cover. But for the most part, you were done like at 1130. Here's a little different. We do an afternoon show. Um, I guess my point to that is that we do a morning show. I, I would do a morning show and then we would start preparing for the next show. Here we actually kind of start preparing for today's show. Yeah. And when we leave, we kind of leave. Oh, you're done. I mean, because when that 7 p.m. bell hits, we're, you're I mean, like, we I am fried. We get in the car and yeah. go home. Whereas before, I did a morning show, and then you end, and you're like, all right, let's start the next show. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like a different mindset, right? Like, I get in to work on today's show versus I've always been planning the next show. Mm-hmm. If that's any weird. So, it does. No, well, your whole schedule's backwards It's now. It's very different. It's a very different schedule. Um, I'm liking it. It's, you know, it's it's an adjustment. Yeah. 
and I think I'll find rhythm. Like it took me a while to figure out morning rhythm because I hated it at first, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm like, oh my god, I gotta wake up at the at what time? Yeah. And I gotta go to bed at eight p.m. Well, the thing is, you're not just you don't have the same job as me. You have like. 10 more, 10 times as many responsibilities. I am assistant program director. You got to be here longer. Because I'm like, you got to, it was hard for me at first, too, to realize that my um, most productive times are in the morning. I'm a morning gal, get up and go, and those, like, first four hours of the day, oh, I'm cranking. Good for you. Yeah, but that's, like, not when we work, you know? (laughs) So you have to, like, learn to adjust to, like, somehow make it work. And then I eventually... My life got so much easier when I uh, stopped trying to do personal, like, fun fun things like meetups and walks and coffees and stuff mm-hmm. um, during the morning. Like, mm. with friends, I would try to, like, get some kind of social time in mm-hmm. because I'd be like, I have all morning. And now I'm like, no, I wake up and I just work all day. That's just okay. how it goes. You well, know? you'd be perfect for a morning show, mm. you know, because that's... You know, working in the morning. Just wake up and go. But yeah. all I'm saying is, your adjustment time will come, and you know. Yeah, that too. yeah. I mean, it's. I like it. I do. I, I there is something about planning the show for that day I, I, that I do like. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But yeah, it's it's an adjustment, and I am loving it. So you're also within a year of moving to the tri-state area. Yeah, I moved in June of last year. Yes. Yeah. So coming up on a year. Um, okay, two questions. Yep. What are your favorite spots? Ooh, like spots. I guess that could include restaurants, that could include bars, anything. that could include anything. Yeah. Uh boy, I would say Pep and Dolores for food. Of course, you're just like Freddie. It's everybody's favorite day. It's really it's the good. best. We gotta go there as a show. We should. And and it's it's something about the service. Mm-hmm. It's very personal. What? Doesn't it just make, even though it's like not French, doesn't it make, just remind you of like a little intimate French bistro? And I love how the prices are not crazy high. It's not crazy high. So there's um, a, I've been to France and it definitely does not remind me of that. Well, I never had France, so. they, they, <laughs> <laughs> France, they're not very personal. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, which I actually didn't mind. You know, a lot of people was like, oh, the French, they're such... They're such snobs and they're so mean. You know, they don't like Americans. Well, one, I found that the French people were very uh, respectful and appreciative when you attempted their language, Mm. number one. Okay. Uh, Number two, I actually, when I was there, liked the fact that they didn't constantly come to the table. Oh. It was nice. You you did your thing. Well, one, everything is slower at, at, at dinner time in France. Okay. So your dinner is... More your speed. You're still the guy, of, you know? Well, but it's it's like, it, it's an experience. Like dinner is like mm. a two hour, three hour, let's start with this course. Let's have wine. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Let's have another course and let's have wine and yeah. let's talk. <laughs> And then so whenever you whenever you need service, you just whenever you see them walk by, you grab them, you know, uh, where then you come back to America and they're like, hey, you know, they're very friendly and they're constantly checking to make sure you're OK. I'm like, I'm fine. I trust you. I'm fine. You know, <laughs> leave me alone. No, I'm fine. But but no. So, um, yeah, I think as far as food, I've been really like Pepin and Dolores. Um, uh, what's some other places I like? Um any places you like to go, like to visit, any parks, or like do you have like a favorite grocery store? Grocery stores are important to me. 
Like, you know. Really? You yeah. Have a favorite grocery store? Yeah. Grocery stores are such a necessity to me. Mm-hmm. I sometimes get my groceries delivered because I hate going to grocery stores. So do I. Well, no, that's not true. I love going to like little markets that I can't actually afford to go to. Like expensive. Oh. Patty and I are like this, our boss. Like really, really, really like market tots kind of like little shops. Well, but I, lo- I love Finley Market. Yeah. And, we gotta but, spend I a day in but I don't find that Finley Market be so, so expensive. I feel like no, they no, have. No, 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 it's not. Yeah. Like I figured I can go in there and get some reasonable steaks and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, know. for sure. Uh, in, in, at Finley Market is a wine place right off the, the side. Merchant, yeah. The Merchant, I love that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to explore some more wine places because I do love a place where you can go and have a, a glass of wine. Really? Uh, okay, yeah. Revel is a good place downtown as well. Yeah, there's another place. Is it Heart in Crew and Heart? Yes, Hearth. Hearth. Yeah, the Hearth, right? Is that Something, what it is? It's Hearth, Hearth around- and Soul. Oh, I don't know. I'm I don't know. I know it's like a it's like a restaurant on the corner, and then the wine place behind it in OTR area. I don't know. Okay, I would, I'll have to go look it up. But there's like another place where I went and I had some orange wine and olives, and I sat outside, and it was super nice. Oh, uh, yeah, the Pleasantry nice. maybe they're known for their orange wine. They just maybe. closed. Oh, so the saddest thing, December thirty first. Look at me started, my friend Danny. Big shout out to Danny. Um, all right. Well, we'll have to continue on. We'll have to yeah, g- kind of get you some like more favorite. Yeah, I know. Spots I need to go out sure. more. I need to go, for someone who's been here for six months. I haven't really gone out that much. I live in Northern Kentucky, so yeah. But six months isn't like you know, if you're not aggressively and you're an adult, it's just tough when you get older. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I like being a, home. You got a job. <laughs> you know, I got a nice house. Yeah. I like hanging at the house. Mm-hmm. So you know. Have you, well, new to the area, can you tell the difference between Kentucky and Ohio? Yes. Yeah? Yes. I'd rather not start a civil war, but yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a thing with people, and it's just like no one cares, but it's like such a thing. It's like I live in Kentucky, yeah. so and I and I very much so love where I live. <laughs> um. Okay, so can I ask you just some, like, personal questions? Yeah. Okay. I want to know, do you have, like, a biggest regret in life? Um, um, not yet. That's a fantastic answer. Not yet. I'm sure I will, but not yet. Wow. I mean, okay. I I wish I was married right now. Yeah? But that's not a regret yet. You can get your fiance (laughs) up here. Universal Life Church, we can get it done right now. I mean, at this point, it's becoming ludicrous that we're not married. Like, Mm. it's just... Well, it's good to know that you're like a a couple that's engaged that wants to actually do it. I know some couples that have been engaged that are like, I think they're never going to get married. And I'm like, that's probably like a big red flag because something else is going on. You know? We're just, we're not planning people. Like, for wedding like we don't you know uh that surprises me about you by the way we never do like we never grew up dreaming about our wedding right like mm-hmm. um so it's it's like a it's like oh god we're gonna plan a wedding oh god we gotta spend money on this <laughs> oh, who we're gonna invite <laughs> who we're gonna piss off and who we invite you know what i mean it's, it's, it's a, it's a yeah. chore it's yeah. a chore I'll and get- that's not what this should be it's true. Oh, you know. Do you trust someone just like to hire one person, just be like, make okay, the decisions? I, tr- I tried that 
that's not how wedding planners operate. Oh. That's not how they operate. Cause I you thought, fired your wedding planner because they well, weren't making enough decisions? I, I kept interviewing them, and I thought, you know what? They'll just do it all. No, 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 no. They still require quite a bit of input and direction from you. Oh. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. At this point, I'm ready to go to the courthouse. You know what? <laughs> so, <laughs> I do know some people who I think did it well is they had, like, one of their friends marry them with witnesses at an already going on party or, like, event that they wanted to go to. Sure. Like, it's like people get married to the Renaissance Festival. It's like everything's there. Sure. You know, the plan is. That's anything, your thing. You know? Then that's, you know, great for them and go get married at Renaissance. So, yeah, I don't have a regret yet. I don't, I'll throw you a party. Okay. Good. Thank you. I love throwing parties. Yeah. You, you're you a fun time. Ah, this could be so much fun. Yeah. Okay, we'll go yeah. back to that. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So you've been on the show now for like, well, for like a month. Uh-huh. And I love having you here. I this love, has been so much fun. I love doing the show with you. And I feel like I know you really well, but what is something that I don't know about you? Wow, what's something you don't know about me? Mm-hmm. By the way, do you notice I immediately crossed my arms and became insecure and blocking? Uh, oh, wow. Do you notice the psychology <laughs> that just that just happened here? Uh, what's something you don't know about me? I mean, you know I was a 911 operator. You were a 911 operator. You're you on know my I big, fat, fabulous life. TV. We got to go back to that later on. I had a very tragic accident. I don't know anything about that. Oh, honestly. okay. Well, then there you go. I was in a very tragic accident. Okay, so what what was happening? What happened? Uh, so it was, I'm coming up on my 10 year. Okay. And uh, it was ha- around Halloween, a haunted, uh, well, you know what's so weird about how the brain works is that I've been told the date a gazillion times. And I still can't, my brain can't remember the date. Isn't that weird? It's blocking the date. Mm. And it's been told to me so many times. But it was around Halloween time. And uh, I went to a haunted corn maze uh, at at some farm. And in order to get to the haunted corn maze, uh, which is pretty deep into the farm, you have to travel by wagon, the hayride. Yeah. And... Traveled to the corn maze, went through it. It was fun. You know, people popping out, scaring you and all that jazz. And then when you get to the very end, they started loading people onto the um, wagon. And we were the last group of the night. So it was like 30, 10 o'clock at night. And the rest of our group, because, you know, you know how many people you came with, right? Because yeah. everybody was on the same wagon. Mm-hmm. And then so it was only a handful of us, maybe seven to ten of us on the wagon. And the wagon starts moving. Uh, the tractor starts going. And the tractor, you can't see inside the tractor because there's a big blinding light onto the trailer bed. And we just thought, well, maybe they're going to come back for them because they're trying to close. Been mm-hmm. there. You know, when, you, when you're ready to wrap up your work day, you know, let's get these people out. We'll come get these people. Well, uh, long story short, there was no operator in the, in the tractor. The tractor took off for whatever reason, and it flew into a ravine. People were trapped. It was hard to escape, and um, and I was injured from from that. Wow! How many people were? So seven to ten people. The people that were pinned, uh, I think there was like three people pinned. I was able to actually no, no one died. No one died, but I was able to get out. But it was a a mass casualty, freak amusement hayride accident. Wow! Yeah. Did you sign a waiver before you got on that hayride? No. Man, I wonder what. Happen with that insurance. 
Hey, it was a court thing. It <laughs> <laughs> was a legal battle. Wow. So how do you think that experience changed you? Changed me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. How so? It brought... I don't want to say I didn't have anxiety and issues before that. I'm sure I did. But, man, did it bring a lot after that. PTSD? PTSD. And things that I didn't know were PTSD. Like, I remember I... I would have panic attack shopping at the grocery store. And you're like, why am I having a panic attack shopping yeah. at the grocery store? Like, what's this connect? How is this connected to an accident? Yeah. You know, and then, of course, you work through that with doctors and, and um, therapists. But, yeah, quite a bit. It changed quite a bit. It changed, you know, my outlook on life. You know, there was a good period where I had a hard time with memory. I had a hard time with brain stuff. Um, you know, my brain swelled up right, right in that accident. And, and uh, so, yeah, it was, it was, it was a period of recovery and, uh, you know, depression and crazy, crazy things. Mm. Um, so yeah. And I've not been on a hayride since the closest thing I got to something like it was a, my morning show did a do your job segment where we would do people's job and they thought it'd be funny to put me on a farm. Well, I thought at the time, all right, I'll go shovel cow poop, whatever. I didn't realize that being on a tractor is actually a big part of being a farmer. Yeah. We'll bet. We'll <laughs> so, bet. And so, you know, we have a whole camera crew and they're like, get on the tractor. And I'm like, I didn't have to break it to him. I'm like, well, I'm terrified of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I got on and, you know, I was probably in therapy for, you know. Well, you faced your fear. Well, barely. But, still, but it still was not a hayride. <laughs> I didn't sleep at all after that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, I have been on a tractor since, but I choose choose not to. And I always actually thought you had to face your fear. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to a therapist and we were talking about, you know, that issue because I was like, should I go back to the accident site? Yeah. And, you know, because like what I probably think it is, isn't that anymore? It probably, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, no. And I'm like, do I need to get on a tractor? And she's like, no, you could probably live life without doing that. Like you're probably <laughs> fine. She's like, let's focus on getting you to go pump your own gas because at that time I was I was struggling pumping my own gas and groceries. So like, let's focus on that. You don't think you need to go conquer John Deere, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, that's always kind of been like I well now I don't I don't mess with tractors. Oh we're not. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you ever want to get on a hayride, I, I can don't make that happen. <laughs> you know, if you'd ever. You know, in time, let me work through it. How bad would it be if I was like, Roy, trust me, I'm going to blindfold you. I'm going to take you mm-hmm. to this. I'm going to take you on an adventure. Mm-hmm. And then we show up and it's a hayride. So I did a thing with my last show where we would t- put, take a bunch of listeners and we put them on a bus and we went to a bunch of scary places. Yeah. And uh, haunted hayrides are a thing. And I refused to get off the bus. Oh. And so. I can see, I've never seen you get angry, but I can see when you get angry or at least put your foot down. I wasn't angry. It was just like, you guys, I'm a big guy and I'm not getting off the bus. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Deal. Yeah. I'm like, you can try to push me, but my body's not moving. <laughs> you know, I said this before. I'm like, you are just so solid in yourself and your decisions and your choices. I'm like, I envy it so much. 
Uh, I'm stubborn, Natalie. I don't know. If yeah, but the opposite is being a complete people pleaser. It's where you're like, you don't stubborn. form enough character. I feel like I'm like I, such a people pleaser. I, there's a middle ground, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes one of my flaws is I'm too stubborn and I'm too uh, thinking to make sure. Like, I'm constantly concerned about my comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, do I want to do it? Is this something that interests me? I never think about it. But that. it's not in like a negative narcissist yeah. way. It's always oh, just you. it's yeah. it's just like like uh, if I don't know. Sometimes it's like if I don't want to do it, then I don't I don't do it. And I'm like, do I miss a? I'm probably missing opportunities, right? Mm. You know, like I'm probably I should probably just say yes and go give it a shot. I would say. <laughs> I'd be like, yes, I'm curious about everything. So I'm like, right. you never know until you try. And some things will totally blow your mind, but also some things will totally be like, I knew this was going to happen. You're 100% right. I had a therapist one time tell me, by the way, I'm sounding like a real basket case with how much I'm in therapy. But you know, Hey, yo, whatever. I've been in therapy at least once um, a week since I was 18. There was a time in my life when I went twice a week. All good. Well, I've been, well, yeah. that's always interesting when they tell you to come back in two days, you yeah. know? <laughs> I went on a Monday, and they're like, all right, let's schedule an appointment. And they're See like, yeah. I'm like, Wednesday? And they're like, and we're thinking Friday. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what did I say? Hold on. I ever tell you about the time I went to this, like, this therapy, like, thing that I saw on campus at my school. Mm-hmm. And I was in college, and I, like, really wanted to get into therapy, but I was, like, poor, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I was like, it was, like, three free therapy sessions with kids that were going through that were learning, that were in, like, uh, the psych program or whatnot, yeah. you know? And so I went in for my first consultation, and I, at the end of it, I was crying. And they said to me, I'm sorry, we're afraid you need more help than we can offer. <laughs> and they, I have this vivid memory of the girl, like, shutting the door in my face as I'm crying and her just waving, like, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, this is how it starts. This is how it starts. Yeah, no. Anyway. Uh, I had a, a therapist one time tell me that I need to listen to more of and that is, um, go go do these things because I am very stubborn. I, do, I, I, I there's a lot of things I don't want to do. They're like, go yeah. do them, and if you don't like it, leave. Now you know. Yeah, just leave. You no one's you're an adult. No one's forcing you to be there. You can do anything you want. Just show up. I think what people forget all the time is like you can really do anything you want at yes. any moment of any day. Yes, anything you want. Yes, there may be consequences, but yes. Exactly. You may, like, ruin your life and ruin everybody's life around you. But you do have the freedom to do do. that. You do. You have autonomy over your own decisions and body. I like this therapist thing. I mean, I want to take you to do some stuff, man. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm still working on it. (laughs) I won't be too annoying about it, but I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, it's something I I, want to do do more of. You know, I think that's why I have limited friends, because... Sometimes I don't always want to go out. Mm, yeah, you know? but yeah, but more of a quality. It's more of a quality than quantity thing. Yeah. Well, you know? I you know I used to joke because this was like a theme on my last show that Roy struggles making friends, and I would say you know because back then I would be home by noon. I'm like I want a friend who wants to come over like at two p.m. <laughs> And has a glass of wine, and they're kind of gone by dinner. And that's kind of a hard friend to find. <laughs> you need to make friends with moms in your neighborhood. Right. Moms right. in your neighborhood. I, I ones love with that young crowd. With young kids, not ones that are coming up from school, ones before their kids sure, have gone to school. Sure, and they have nothing to do for a few hours except yeah. hang out with me. Well, when uh, before I came here, and I had just months where I was just hanging out mm-hmm. um, in, in uh, Cincinnati, northern Kentucky, 
the pool was open and I would hang out with all the retirees. Nice. Amazing. Me and a bunch of old people were at the pool. Yeah. Gossiping about everybody. <laughs> love it. I loved it. <laughs> Just gossiping about They're like, you do see what Susan did? I oh, even, my God. I don't even know Susan. You, no, what'd she do? <laughs> you are starting rumors in the elderly community in your neighborhood. I loved oh, it. I loved it. The elderly community can be savage. My mom lives in a, uh, in a, in a community, and I'm telling you, these people are... Lethal. I got nothing else else to do except talk shit. <laughs> oh yeah, she sits in our indoor smoking lounge and just talks shit all day indoor long. Smoking indoor smoking lounge. lounge. There when I was is. calling around places to, that would fit my mother, yeah, I found out that they had an indoor smoking lounge, and I asked no further questions. I just said, "We're in." Because that's when rare. Can we move in? I mean, it that's, is. That's like straight They're from the eighties. Like one of two left in in uh, probably America. <laughs> in I know Ohio. The woman said to me, "She's like, yeah, we're one of two left in Ohio." Because don't they have to like have their separate ventilation or something? There's like some requirement or something. I have no idea. How how it works. Yeah. All I know is that they are there. Wow. Okay. All right. Weird. Well, what are the questions? So do you have any, like, skeletons in your closet that we need to know about? No. Any secrets? You hide any secrets? Yes. What are they? Well, they're secrets. Oh, well, you can you can tell us now. <laughs> then it's not a secret. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of secrets, when you were on my big, fat, fabulous life, yes. okay? This is crazy. So I, when this show, is it still on, by the way? Uh, yes. This is a reality TV is not my thing. It's never been my thing. Yes. And when the show was on, I remember it was when I like lived in the woods when it was really popular. Yes. Just during your time in 2016, like, 17 is when yeah it was huge. Yes. And I um, was, <laughs> back when I was on it. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember like one of my um, like somebody I knew in town at the small town I was living in like one of his friends was on it and he would always tell me about it and I was like this is just bizarre to me. Right. So walk us through that process. You're 26 years old. How yeah. old were you when you went on the show? Uh, Yeah, I don't know, 25, 24, 25. Uh, and I mean, maybe even, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Hang on, I have to do math. Either way, either way, I'm doing the radio show. Yeah. We just started our morning radio show. And, you know, the when you first start a show, and we're kind of experiencing it right now. I know that you and Freddie Mac's been together for a while, but I'm now here. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some growing pains in, in in the sense of not like interpersonal but just like trying to figure out how the show's gonna be and working on mechanics of the show and it's just you're you're bettering the show right yeah um your first year is going to sound and be completely different than your third or fourth year uh and so we just started the show and the producers from hollywood reached out to us and said we think that this show, uh, we've listened to it. We think it'd be a good fit for this reality TV show. Excellent. And we told them no because we we're like, we can't. For my big, fat, fabulous life? Yeah, we turned okay. them down. We're like, we can't handle this chaos. Yeah. We have our own chaos. Every day is chaos because yeah. we, we're trying to figure out this show. Uh, and so we thought, you know, when we turned them away, we thought, well, we just blew our opportunity, mm -hmm. you know. And then so that was earlier in the year, in the winter, and then by that next winter, you know, December, November, December, they reached back out and said, hey, I know you turned us down, but we've since seen your show, show grow even more, and we really want, you know, our star to be part of your show. And so we then started the talks with them and said, hey, you know, we have a person who wants to be an intern. She has a reality 
camera crew that follows her and she wants to get into radio. How do you feel? So they worked out the deal and she, Winnie Waythor, came on and she was our intern uh, and she brought the camera crew with her. All right. And then they, she later then got promoted to be one of our staffers with the camera crew on it in the next seasons to come. And then we had to fire her. So What was that? Is that how the, how the show ended? For us. That's how our ended. Yeah, we fired her. Wait, what was her name? Winnie. Okay, wait, was she the one that everyone thought you were dating? Yes. Okay, wait, so why'd you fire her? Oh, my God, spill all the tea. Uh, I fi- We fired her because we were negotiating the renewal of our own radio contracts. Mm-hmm. And those negotiations were a bit uh, gloomy. And they weren't quite going well. And uh, we were like, hey, we don't know where this show is going to land, and we can't promise you anything. So let's go ahead and cut ties. If we can re-sign the show, maybe we can fit you in. But as of right now, this show's not not being signed. And so we let her go, and then we ended up signing the show, and then we just never never got her to come back. Ah, did you like TV? Mm, no. Oh, really? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no, I, I did not like the TV. Uh, well, number one, I had horrible hair. Oh. Uh, during my time there, okay, I've seen. I thought your nobody hair provided me with a hair person or a makeup artist or any. I don't know anyone who ever could thought how to make this guy look pretty on TV. Yeah, no one provided that. Uh, I had a horrible sense of fashion during that time period. Mm-hmm. So for those reasons, so it made you really look at yourself in the mirror. Hate that. Mm. And then two, I was like we. You, you know, I can do a radio show and have zero issues with that. However, I was intimidated and and scared of the cameras. Okay. Shocking. Yeah. I know, because you, you probably think I'd love it. Uh, but, you know, and, um, you know, and it was just, it, it, I liked it for the sense I thought it was interesting to see how TV's made. Yeah, okay. Loved that. Being on the camera... Man, that's a lot of work and terrifying. Really? So we had spoke before and you said that you don't like the producer work, but maybe you're good behind the camera or just... No, I think I like watching it. Okay. <laughs> watching the... <laughs> you're like, the whole thing, I don't want to work in it. No, but I like... You know, I, I've, I've produced some stuff in TV too, yeah. and I, I, I don't mind TV producing it. I don't like producing radio. Um, what's really nice about producing TV is that, you know, in radio... Uh, everyone does like 80 jobs. Mm-hmm. In TV, everyone does like pretty much one job. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, that's nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Like yeah. there's a guy whose one job is to be the picker-upper helper. There's another guy who's the camera guy. There's another person that's the lighting. There's another person that's audio. There's another yeah. person. Everybody has a role. Uh, so I do like that about TV. Everybody kind of has a responsibility and focus. Uh, and But I enjoyed I enjoyed the crew. You, you get a bond with the crew. You become friends with the crew, and that's a really cool experience. Um, and especially when you're with them for just, you know, intensively for a burst period of time, mm-hmm. you make connections. So I enjoyed all those things. And then I watch myself on TV, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I oh. mean, I felt those vibes for sure before, for sure, too. Oh. But, no, okay, Roy, number one, you're way too hard on yourself. Yeah. And I think it's just, like, tough looking at Ooh. anyone feels that way. So was and that... it does not go away. Never went away for you? It follows. This show follows me. <laughs> I was just up... Uh, where's the... Where's, where? I don't know in Cincinnati because I'm still unfamiliar, but there's... Where the colleges are. 
Clifton. Clifton. So I was over there at a bar, right right across the street from the college, and fans of the TV show comes up to me. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh, I haven't been on in years. Yeah. But it still runs uh-huh. on whatever channel. You can still stream it or it's you can still, still going in syndication. And so, yeah. And then, you know, and then that's weird because I have to break people's heart that I'm gay. Oh, that's right. So that was a big thing on the show yeah. is you and Whitney were dating. Right, but we but you were gay. Yes. You are gay. I am gay. I just were wasn't... you ever dating or was that like you kind of like beefed it no, up? No, we for never the were dating. Line? We were never dating. I think that she was interested in me and I was interested in her. I was not interested in her. I was just trying to be her friend, mentor, boss. Um, and the lines get blurry. Then I was actually dating a guy. But I didn't want to say that on national television. Because you weren't out yet. And so yes. I said a girl. I was like, I'm dating a girl. Which that made everything more complicated in my life. Okay. And then Whitney's like asking me about my girlfriend. And I'm like, there's three cameras in here. I can't tell you. Um. <laughs> well, no wonder why you don't want to go back to this, this scenario. Yeah. You know, I would love to go back to TV on probably now in, in different terms where I'm living my life honestly yeah. and I could be myself truthfully. Mm-hmm. And now I'd be okay with TV. We should get our own PBS show. That would be fun. Is that a thing? Can we get our own PBS show? And I, wouldn't, I we, wouldn't it need to be educational? Uh, Yeah, we could teach people a lot of stuff. Like what? We got a, I got a lot of knowledge in here. So do you. We, we, we talk about, a book. Talk about tractor trauma. Is that what <laughs> we're going to talk about? <laughs> tractor trauma. I can teach you how to pee outside and let nobody know you're doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? The PBS. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Donate to PBS. We'll teach you how to piss outside. <laughs> it's better if you have a tractor trailer around you. Right. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Who's your hero? You know, I was asked that by uh, our HR person. Yeah. What did you say? That's a very complicated question. Really? <laughs> it is a complicated question. Um, because 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 here's the thing. You let me tell you my reasoning, and then you might think I'm a psycho. Okay. Uh, you don't want to say your mom, right? Yeah. yeah. You want someone. Because your mom's always, everyone's mom's a hero. You also don't want to pick someone that, I mean, because what if they get canceled? So, well, yeah, but you don't, you can't, you just, you just have to block, you have to, no, you have to pick one. You listen I'm to your sure heart. there were a lot of listen acting people who were like, Kevin Spacey is my acting, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know. He was like, amazing in America. He taught, he taught me everything about <laughs> acting, and now look at, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. to pick someone who's my hero I'm like I don't know if you've seen it. Most people are awful. I'd rather not pick one. Mm, hear me out on <laughs> hear me out on canceling. I have a feeling that canceling people, cancel culture, will get canceled itself. I think it's we're already there. I, I think, think we're it, like getting there. I think it's I think it's always I think it's always happened. Yeah, I true. think now it's just a bit different. I think it just the seasons seasons last so Dixie long. Dixie chicks were canceled for their own uh, political reasons before cancel culture exists. Exactly. It's just different now and i don't think you could truly cancel someone i think that it's a capitalist response to an action that the general public doesn't like mm. uh i mean because there's so many times people get quote and unquote canceled and they still end up having careers so um yeah it's true however you deal with it yeah i mean look at louis ck he's making a resurgence i know he was just on theo vaughn yeah he's funny i saw him 
I saw him like with, within within the time he was canceled, right? And uh, saw him performing, and he was funny for sure. I did yeah. like him a whole lot more before he was canceled because you could tell his heart was just hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can never go back to that. He's forever changed, which was disappointing for me. But. Yeah. He was one of my favorites before. He's a freak. He did make a funny joke uh, I saw in his little resurgence. He's like, everyone has a thing. And he goes, and now everyone knows my thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about cancel culture. And like, and uh, what I think what really, what, like we know too much about celebrities now. I don't want to yeah. know what your kinks are. I don't care. Right. Everyone has their own things. I don't care. Obviously, if someone is being abused or put, being dealt with with negligence yep. or someone, you know, being taken advantage of. Yep. That's no good. But if your kinks are just like other shit no one wants to know about, I don't want to know about it. Yeah. I don't, I, I wish people did not expose all of that or these parts were not exposed. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's harder for me to pick a hero because I don't, you know, I could, maybe I could pick a fictional character that we can't cancel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Simba? Simba <laughs> yeah, was a yeah. great one. Or the right? late the late Mufasa? Yeah, can we just go with that? <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, and one more to send us off here. Um, what is your, what makes you angry? Because you're very particular and you're always worried about your comfort. So I have a feeling that there are things that you're like, yeah, no, 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 no. makes me angry? Uh-huh. Angry? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to get me angry. I get annoyed. <laughs> you know, I get frustrated. I can tell when you are annoyed and when you get annoyed with me for sure. Mm-hmm. I get annoyed with you? I mean, so sometimes like when we're like working like in the show and you're just, yeah, I think we all do. Just like per. I find you during the show fascinating. Oh, well, same. You consistently surprise me. Great. So I don't know if I you would maybe you miss signal as annoyance, but there's times where I pause and I'm looking at you and I'm if I ever pause, it's because you've done something I didn't expect, and that's not annoyance. I was just like, huh, how do interesting? How do I do that? Interesting. Oh, well, (laughs) I didn't expect that from you. I guess I was just like in the. No, you don't annoy. No, uh, you don't annoy me. Um, I didn't mean to make it about. I just meant like through like workflow. You can tell when when you know when the three of us are working together on. Yeah. You know what I mean. We all have our like. Uh, okay. I was there was only there was one okay. incident. I I would say the only negative incident we had is uh, when I came out of a meeting and we had to get balloons on the jacket, mm-hmm. and the balloons weren't on the jacket, and I was like, oh boy. I didn't even know you were mad then. No, I wasn't mad. I wasn't uh. mad. It was just like. Uh, guys, there's a show coming, and we need balloons on a jacket. <laughs> so. It took a lot longer than I anticipated. <laughs> so that was I the, got him on the damn jacket. It wasn't Matt, but that was just like a concern. <laughs> it's like, so we're, we get, we, we're approaching showtime. We unpack that a whole lot more too. Yes. Yeah, but no, well, I don't. I don't know, it takes a lot to get mad. I would say yeah. you would have to mess with Sterling. Um, Lying typically makes me mad. Like, mm. I don't like why lie. I'd oh, much rather lie. us be honest and tackle the truth that yeah. might be uncomfortable than people lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, because then, because then if I don't trust someone, yeah, right? And it's done. Well, then it's hard. It's just, it's more complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. So, yeah. Um, well, okay. And then one other thing. I want to know what you eat more than anything else. What is like one item in your diet you could say that you eat more than anything else? The Diet Dr. Pumper. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's would be the big one. Uh, food wise, 
You know, uh, I never realized I was such a sweet person, but I, I think I am. You are really sweet. No, 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 no. Sweets like the, like chocolate. Well, I know, <laughs> but you are really sweet as well. Yeah, I like like if someone asked me if like what's your thing, I would never like oh like candy and pop tarts. I would never say that. But then yeah. in hindsight, I'm like I think I like sweets. Yeah. I think I have a sweet tooth. I would say uh, yeah. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. No. Good to know. Any sweets in particular? Mm, no. Um, no, I just know what I don't like. I don't like sour candies. and Like, I just got one of our coworkers' uh, gummy bears, and she's like, you want one? And I'm like, no. No. It's going to hurt my teeth. Freddie likes those things, like yeah. sours and like a Twizzlers. And I'm always no. like, this, this, what, I don't know what, what is, is, this is plastic. Uh, I mean. Citric acid. I don't like citric acid. Uh-uh. Not a fan. Well, good to know. There are a lot of great gelato places around here and a lot of great bakeries in Cincinnati. I love bakeries. Oh, my God. Do you like blueberry muffins? Yes, although you and I are starting a diet together, so we Oh, I know. Can't... Today's my bulking day, my second, my second bulking day. I'm not going to lie. I, like... I just, I'm, I'm just like, I don't know if I can consume any food. You have to. It's oh the whole God. thing. You have to consume a lot of calories. Oh, my God. We're bulking. Oh God. I told my fiance last night, I'm like, hey, I have to eat a lot. And he was like, I don't know. He goes, you might get a heart attack. You can't do it. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's like, maybe skinny people can bulk. I don't know if big people can bulk. It's a health risk. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we got you. Don't you worry. All right, Roy yeah. Brown. Well, part two. Thank you. This was really, really fun. I must say, I did look up a lot of, like, random, like, Fun, fun questions to ask your friends. Fun questions to oh, ask. It was your a day. great interview. I enjoyed the this podcast. I, I think the your, you know, you do this really cool move that a lot of radio people struggle with, and that's when you're having an interview with people, you actually listen to their responses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most people, when they're interviewing people, just think about the questions they need to get to. Oh, yeah. And you don't do that. You explore topics with people, which is why a podcast like this is successful because you're genuinely talking to interesting people oh, and you're interested in yes. those interesting people. So Same. Well, from so, one to another. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, I can't wait for part three. <gasps> me either. This should be a regular thing for sure. Thank you for <laughs> and thank you for getting me back on the uh, on the person of interest. I must say I took a leave of absence in 2022 and it feels Excellent to be back. Get back, yes, please. Roy Brown, we love you. Love you. Goodbye. See you on the radio. Bye. Little 50-minute podcast. Hey.